Hello, friends. Welcome back to a new season on the Heart Open Conversations podcast, a thoughtfully curated container where heartful and honest conversations are had and held for and with the community that I hold near and dear, the Asian Collective. You'll be audience to stories and life journeys I explore and exchange with fellow Asians I had the honor to connect with. Who have inspired, moved, and guided me. You'll also be audience to my occasional nuggets of personal learned experiences, observations, and emotions. My hope is that this container will inform and remind you that you're not alone, and equip you with the tools and insights to add to your personal toolbox as you journey on this often messy and nuanced path towards a version of your life. That's most true and most you. I'm your host Lillian, and thank you so much for joining me here. Ready? Get cozy, and let's dive in. Hello, lovelies. Happy Thursday. Thank you for joining me back in this container. So I'm coming to you with a solo episode today, examining an aspect of my life that I've been having inquiries and also curiosities around this past year, and I've been reassessing this and trying to be intentional about my thoughts, actions, and experiences with regards to that. And this aspect and element that I'm referring to is this notion of friendships, especially particularly. Friendships in our thirties, or in my case, more specifically, mid thirties. I recorded this episode, sharing some thoughts, some learnings, and observations that I've been either gathering or have experienced. I shared some aspects of which I am learning or have let go. All of that had. Kind of stemmed from conversations and interactions that I've had with a friend recently of late, and I realized in those interactions that somehow I am not alone in some of my observations. It's just that I am a more sensitive being in nature, and as a result, I feel it more. I feel a little extra more than some of my peers, and. I am curious, and I'm, I guess, gathering and reaching out to this community, asking if you are the same way. And if you are, I wonder what are some of your coping and handling mechanisms that have worked for you, or that you are still in search of, and that you would be happy to share with me. I hope that you'll find resonance, comfort, and perhaps some light, some guidance in my sharing. And if not any of that, that at least you don't feel alone through this process as we continue to work towards figuring this all out. I also ended this episode with a query, an inquiry for you. Would you be so very kind to write to me or DM me to share your thoughts, remarks, feedback, inspiration with me? Because I know that that is going to come in so very handy. 
for me as I continue searching for answers and guidances. So here goes, my dear friends. I hope you enjoyed this one. Hello, friends. I hope you are doing well. So today I'm coming to you solo to talk about a very interesting topic, at least amongst me and my girlfriends of late. That it's been coming up as quite a common theme, and that is friendships in our thirties. Yes, if you have been following my story and journey, you would know that friends and friendship have and always been a Huge part of my life in my teens. I've always felt the need to be part of a popular group because I want to be noticed and seen. In my twenties, I practically spend a huge part of my day being up and about, being in some kind of group setting, doing stuff outside with my friends. A lot of the times, my house and home. If you would ask my mom, she would tell you that it practically only exists for me to sleep, eat, get showered, clean, and then off I go again. In my thirties, interestingly, as you know, I have now been four years and counting here in the U.S. And I did just turn thirty-five this year, so you would say that most of my thirties was spent here in a part of the world very different and far away from the one that I grew up in. So you can imagine how this phase of my life, as it is still progressing and evolving. Theoretically, it would look quite different from how I would experience it as in my teens and in my twenties. More interestingly, I think I've also observed how friendships in our thirties or new connections and friends that you make in your thirties are very different, in fact, from the ones that you would make in your younger days. What I've noticed and observed is that. Friendships isn't quite necessarily the priority, or that it takes such a huge part in our thirties anymore, more than how it would be in our younger years. I feel like as we journey towards our thirties, we find ourselves having to spread ourselves thinner in all other aspects. It is generally a period of our life where we start having roles and responsibilities that are aside from our own. <laughs> we start needing to navigate what it means to be a wife, to be a mom, to be a daughter-in-law, and perhaps even at work, you find yourself. Starting to steer towards positions which requires you to dedicate and commit more of your resources because you are probably in a more senior role. You are probably a manager of people, and that takes a lot more resource, time, and energy out of anybody. In addition to that, I can attest to this observation of how we also start to tend to prioritize our own needs more during this phase. 
where we start having more awareness of what lights us up, what makes us happy, what satisfies and fulfills us. And then we would commit and invest more time in doing more of those things. For me, that is a me time, self-care, traveling, indulging in my creative hobbies. And of course, time with my beloved pup, Sadie, who is just lying and napping here as we're speaking. So <laughs> so just to simplify things, if we all only have 24 hours in our lives, then having more roles, responsibilities at work, at home, for ourselves would mean that we have lesser resource left for friends and friendship. And what that can mean or look like could be different for different individuals. For me personally, that meant that I have more desire for quality over quantity is about that five close-knitted friendships versus 50 acquaintances. It's about having the space and opportunity to draw up healthy boundaries for ourselves and have these people around you who knows and understands you be okay with it. And it's also about less drama and more empathy and kindness in the way that you treat and have and create friendships. If you followed my story, you would know that I have truly come such a long way with this whole notion of managing expectations, or should I say adjusting expectations for what friendships look like in this phase of our lives. I, coming here just amidst the loneliness and having to uproot my life, start from scratch and only being here with my job and my fiance then, and having just come out of a time of my life where I was just all about my friends and all the things that we get to do together, it was really challenging for me to adjust my expectations around what it should be, I guess, here. I think for me, it's two prongs. The first prong is obviously how does friendships work around here with people here in this conditioning culture structure? And then the second prong for me is obviously adjusting my perspective around what friendship and where it sits in in my life and this phase of my life versus in my 20s. I had to do a lot of inner work and used to be a lot of the self-doubting and self-blaming. I would tell my friends from back home, my mom and also my therapist about how it was such a struggle looking for those friendships that mean something here. And I think I completely overlooked or choose to overlook the fact that those friendships, the ones that like, I started making comparisons with the ones that I have from when I was a young girl in my teens or even younger. And I would make comparisons to those friendships. And I think I would be too naive there to think that I could just overnight in a matter of even several years to arrive and build and develop those friendships, which for me took 10, 15 years back home to develop. And I also chose to be oblivious to the fact that people, friends and acquaintances, connections that I make here 
will be made up of people that would be from all over the world and from all walks of life. So for me to walk into possibilities of making connections, having already a certain set of expectations was already what was limiting the possibilities of what it could be. And I think in hindsight, my own detriment sometimes when it comes to that. So this is really why I thought it was interesting to share my learned experience about this. And I think it so coincidentally and beautifully tied in with some of the conversations that I had with my girlfriends here recently in different groups, mind you, but we somehow landed on the same topic. So it came up a couple of times, once over an Asian home-cooked meal at a friend's house and one over a couple of nightcaps at a friend who is such a pro at making cocktails. Oh my gosh. But I guess just this decision and setting for us to hang out and gather in our own homes and personal spaces was what kind of triggered that conversation where we started talking about how the hustling and bustling of social life, of dressing up to the night and staying out late is probably less of our jam now than it was before and that we are equally fulfilled and equally happy just doing this, just being in our sweats and PJs, enjoying a home-cooked meal or a homemade cocktail. Hey, treasured ones. I'm beyond grateful that you have chosen to spend your time here with me. As I mature and age, I've developed an appreciation of time and the belief of how it's the one most precious thing one could give to anyone. So I sincerely thank you for spending yours with me in this sacred, intimate space. I've loved using this platform to connect with you and often thought to myself, that if I've helped just one other person out there to feel less alone, more supported, and more inspired to seek their true north and live out their one most beautiful, precious life, then I've done what I've set out to do. If that person happens to be you, thank you. And if you know and believe that there are others out there who could find this podcast valuable and helpful, you could help spread the word by number one, following the show wherever you listen so you never miss an episode, or two, rating and reviewing the show to increase the number of eyeballs we get, or three, share it with your treasured circles or a friend who needs to hear it. Your support and action to get the show noticed is so appreciated and truly serves as a source of inspiration and feedback for me to continue to bring meaningful content to your ears. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, back to the show. I think that if you, like me, would give yourself some time to sit and dig deep into your inner self and soul, I think you will find that you'll be able to lean on the silver linings of every situation. And in this case, I think some of the silver linings for friendships, acquaintances, connections that you make or create 
develop in your 30s are that one, I think the time that we choose to spend with our friends are the times that we choose to. And because of that, and because of the limitedness of it, that it becomes even more special and meaningful. Number two, I think the space that we then have to dedicate more time to ourselves and our loved ones, for me personally, it's such a gift. I think this just brings me back to the whole part and notion of how a lot of the answers that you are searching are already within you. It's really about getting to it and being able to get quiet enough to get there. And I think me in my 20s, there is rarely a quiet moment. It's almost like I am afraid of moments that get too quiet because I am afraid to listen and make space for what I'm really thinking and saying. Number three for me is that it's so liberating, truly, that I am able to draw up healthy boundaries for myself and have people around me who understand and embraces it. I am so much able these days to say no <laughs> to events that I may not necessarily want to spend time at and being able to turn down attending something because I would rather or I found it more essential to be with myself or engage in a self-care activity at that time. In other words, my self-care and my contentment and joy now no longer only consist of time with others and in groups and with friends. Time with myself these days brings me as much joy and contentment and sometimes even something that I would miss if I don't get enough of. I think we all talk about and experience change for the most part, to be something that is scary and uncomfortable. But I think we all know deep down that change is inevitable and perhaps sometimes also necessary. And that applies to seasons, to the people around us, and even to ourselves. And I think we need to consider normalizing that our needs and desires changes with time and the universe changes with time. So I think being able to appreciate that that is inevitable and evident and be able to welcome it and also at the same time learning to be kind with it and be at peace with it and with yourself as you go through changes. I think that if we could all be more open to change and be more receptive and welcoming of it and learn to find those silver linings and the positive aspects of each of these changes in our lives, then I think we'll be able to land ourselves on more joy and contentment and fulfillment in our everyday lives. It would also train and develop us to be kinder and more empathetic people to not just the ones around us, but also to ourselves.
So there you have it, dear friends. Just me coming here, sharing with you a recent theme that had popped up, and something that I have gained further insights to, and something that I have come to peace and contentment with. And I hope that by sharing my experience with you, that it would provide you some support, some guidance, and some light as. You navigate your friendships in your thirties, or like me, in a new city and new country and new space. So I have a little query for you. Let's call this segment on the episode as your next small step, maybe. So your next small step for today's episode is that I would like you to perhaps think about your three most recent connections. Can you think about how it happened and perhaps think about what was so liberating about it, and perhaps even think about just in general. So that you can commit and create more time for yourself, how you could draw up healthy boundaries. Maybe think about one boundary and one friend that you could test it out with. I would love to learn how that went for you and how it made you feel after taking this next small step. That's all I have for you today, dear friends. I hope you are well. That you will stay well, and as always, deep breaths. I'll see you in the next episode. Hi there, dear ones. This podcast started from a place of need for myself to find community, connection, friends. Really, in my new life in this new city. I was needing to find home in since the fall of 2018. I was in search of something. Maybe it was a sense of purpose or a sense of belonging. But more surely, I was in need of an outlet outside of my daily grind, a place that I could indulge in creativity and flow without judgment or the expectations of results or productivity. I struggled, of course, with acceptance of being messy and imperfect. I battled with self-doubt and imposter syndrome, but it was also through this process where I found my peace, my center, a home for my inner being to show up, to speak, to rest. I count my blessings often for the ones I've had the honor to cross paths with through this medium, and for you. Fellow friends and family of the podcast for making space, for affirming me how needed and precious this container is, and for allowing this passion project of mine to become a reality. Well, friends, thank you for meeting me here in this container today. I'll meet you back here in the next episode. Till then, deep breaths always, dear ones.